Good evening. It's 11.20 p.m., and here I am, sitting in my capsule of silver, getting ready to chat to you about something that's all too present right now. A turning of a page, a new time, a new decade. And the question is, will the adventures continue like they did before? I've just turned 40 the big four O, they say. Quite a number. It seemed like I would have felt so much older when I used to think of 40. Now I see 40, and I'm like, hey, that's, I'm not old. I'm quite young. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's really interesting to, to think about, uh, perhaps, I think more so about what sports have changed in in my growth as a backcountry adventure, and what I expect to do differently, perhaps in this next decade of adventure. You know, um, when I was 12, it began with canoe tripping uh, in Tamagami, in La Vérandrie, in Papineau-la-Belle, in the forests of Quebec, in the million lakes the province purportedly has. Um, that is where I began my journey as a paddler. And... Um, the lakes were placid and sometimes tumultuous, but we broke on through, and the team building and adventure of it all led to what I have become today. And what is that, you might ask? Well, I am a backcountry explorer, um, photographer, videographer, TV show host, once in a while podcaster. Um, sea kayaker, um, skier, um, kite surfer, scuba diver, underwater photography, um, and I do uh, RVer, <laughs> um, camper, um, international traveler, and um, I guess what other hat? Businessman, entrepreneur, um, man of ideas, and more than a few actions. But still a dreamer, and here I am at 40. So, I went on quite the tangent there. Um, where will this continue? Where will this train of thought filter onto? Except to say that, okay, it began as a canoe tripper, and, um, and then it led to being a sea kayaker, sea kayaker in my like, later teens, because I wanted to explore bigger bodies of water. And, um, and so late teens, early 20s, I identified as a sea kayaker. Um, still, yes, I loved canoe tripping, but, but I would not touch a canoe for all my adventures were from a 17-foot-long, foot-and-a-half narrow boat. And, and I think these were quite formative years. I had a green jacket, an Arcteryx jacket, and basically, I you know at the time it was still a five hundred dollar jacket, and and which is now like a nine hundred dollar jacket. <laughs> and at the time, it was um, part of my identity because I wore it on pretty much every single adventure. So I started to do a YouTube channel of the guy in the green jacket. And I think the issue with um, my perhaps lack of continuation on YouTube was. That I just, when I get perhaps a bit too bored of a concept or whatnot, then, then I tend to flitter off and, uh, 
and try new things. Because I think that's part of my character is to always be looking to try new things. So, um, so it was a sea kayaker. And as much as I loved it very much so, um, I, I fell into kite surfing as well. And I was a scuba diver all at the same time and a mountaineer from time to time and, and an international traveler. So I guess looking back on the journey from, from beginning as a canoe tripper to becoming a outdoorsman, explorer, photographer, um, it's been unique. And, um, and more particularly, I think the, the biggest change that's come into um, reaching this decade or the end of my 30s and now the 40 is of having children because fundamentally it changed the way I explore and the way I go places because previously hanging off a precipice in torrential rain, I wouldn't give two shits and I'd be like, whatever, I'll make it through this. But now, now there's a responsibility to stay alive. <laughs> and, and that is a pretty grand responsibility because in the past, it really didn't matter. You know, you're like, okay, if I die, my parents will be sad and that'll suck. But, but when you're a father, you cannot just flitter off like so um, into the ether. You must stay alive. And so that changed the way I did sports and the way I pushed my limits. Um, and, and I think that was a big change in my 30s that instead of saying, okay, I'm going to try and cross at night, seven kilometer crossing to an island known as Snake Islands in Georgian Bay uh, during choppy waters of three, four foot chop in a, in a kayak, no, instead, um, I would say to myself, you know what, I'll wait for the morning. And then if the seas are calm or the waters calm, I'll kick out. And so, you know, that has been, I think, the biggest change in my uh, adventures. And as turning the page onto 40, how will things continue? Well, on tap for this year isn't too shabby. I've just come back from a month in Iceland, guiding people there to do adventures off the beaten path, like jumping into glacial lagoons with special dry suits that I have and, um, and doing, uh, going hunting for waterfalls through canyons. Uh, and then I piggybacked on that end of that trip and did a, uh, my regular job, which is to shoot, uh, content and photos and videos for brands. Um, and basically, did that for a few weeks. So it was a total one month long trip. And next on tap, I've been here almost a month here back, back in Whistler and uh, leaving in a few days for Denver, Colorado for the trade show, which I've been going to for the last uh, seven, eight years or so. And uh, this is where I meet so many of the people that support me as an explorer and photographer and, and my kids as well. So really exciting to be going to that show coming up. And then from there, off to, of all places, Mexico City, um, to meet my business partner in the guiding company uh, and, and uh, perhaps see someone else there as well. And then from there back to here, guiding some people up to the Chilcotins for some solid adventures into the backcountry mountain biking and f getting picked up by float planes and hunting waterfalls and all that jazz all in a day's work, right? 
Uh, and then, excuse me, um, and then coming back from that, I've got a kids camp, July and August, for kids from 8 to eight, eight to 17, and we take them on quite the slew of daily activities, and I'd highly, highly recommend uh, you send your kids to our camp in Whistler, British Columbia, Canada. And then... Um, what else do we have on tap? Then then in August, we've got an overnight camp for two weeks. From July 31st to the 14th, we take kids into the backcountry on proper expeditions um, that fundamentally change their core for future. And I know I speak from experience. And we've been doing this. This is going to be year number five. Um, and indeed, it's pretty awesome to have inspired some kids to be awesome beings afterwards. And then, what else do I have on tap? And then after that, so yes, driving up through Moline Lake all the way to the Northwest Territories. And uh, and in the Northwest Territories, guiding a group there, float plane canoe trip uh, before driving back through the Rockies, spending a few weeks in Whistler before heading off once again to Iceland. So... The schedule doesn't look too bad, and I haven't even reached uh, the end of, of, of this year, because after that, there's a trip in the Caribbean sailing. <laughs> and, and after that sailing trip in the Caribbean, oh no, before the sailing trip, there's a possible trip to Africa, but that all depends on if I go or my partner goes. Oh, and, and that is the schedule to just end off the year. So all this is a father of three. Um, but exciting times. And so to the next decade of adventure, I lift my invisible glass of Icelandic whiskey. This one should be a good decade indeed. So thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, I think I'm enjoying doing these like mini podcasts, like 10 minutes versus 30. They're bite-sized and you can chomp them while you hike, walk, or bike. So, thanks for tuning in, and we shall see you being the royal we next time.